No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out.
What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Hey now. Uh, hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Do it, man. You do it. Yeah, okay. I'm doing it. This episode of Which No Simple Road. This one. Oh, this episode is brought one. to you by Shop Tour Bus. What? What? Shop Tour Bus. So then what? So then you go over to Shop Tour Bus and you check out. Where do I go to Shop Tour Bus? Well, Aaron, stop. Quit with the questions. Well, so go over to Shop Tour Bus at shoptourbus.com. Or on Instagram at Shop Tour Bus, mm-hmm. and you can go over there and pick up a awesome T-shirt that is inspired <laughs> with Grateful Dead lyrics. Ooh. But wait, hold on. What they, they take that uh-huh. and they roll up the shirt, right? And they take it and they put like an awesome picture or page Mag- out of a yeah, magazine, magazine page. a book, they and do. they take special magical twine. They tie that up, and then. Guess what they do then? What? what? Tell me. I can't. They wait take to a box and somebody like a like a Christmas box or like a big huge could box. Could be a Christmas box. Shipping box. No, they're oh, okay, cute. Box. They're cute. Got it. They're these are like cute, cute. They're not small, but they're like medium sized, yeah. maybe. Okay. And somebody takes that and they well, what's pick a lyric from their head or whatever's inspiring them. They put that on the box. They paint it. So you have a one of a kind box Holy that shit. it comes in. Really? Yeah. What else do they put in that box? Anything? Yeah, man. Oh, you want more? That's it? <laughs> I'm just oh, wondering. I mean, I ordered well, they, a shirt. Now well, I got this cool box and like, yeah, twine. Yeah, and, and they, throw, shit. they throw all kinds of knickknacks and gigas. You could get action figures. There's sometimes well, candy, sometimes. But isn't well, there, there, isn't there grateful, well, it's Grateful Dead. And I'm like, I, what if I want to listen to the Grateful Dead? Yeah, while well, I wear well, my shirt, they do? They throw a cassette tape bootleg into the box also. And then in case that gets a little... Unwound. They give you a pencil. We tend to get a to little unwound. With. Yeah. Right. So it sounds like they hook you up. So they you're gonna get you you're up. gonna get a one of a kind hand designed box, a really awesome Grateful Dead inspired lyric T shirt, um, twine, a bootleg, <laughs> special secret shit in the box. I wonder yep. if we can get anything shit. else. I wonder if we could get it for free. Well, if you well, want to get shipping for free, oh okay, you can put in the promo code No Simple Road. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Right. And then you get free shipping, which that makes a big difference. And that's special just for you guys. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the No Simple Road family hookup right that's there. That's pretty sweet. It is. So, so go on over it. there to Shop Tour Bus, and you can also get, if you want to get something as a gift. Guys, it's it's getting cooler. Christmas is coming. It's getting cooler. Holidays Yesterday right was cold. Got, they got yeah. hoodies. Hoodies. The hoodies are Grab awesome. Grab yourself a hoodie. So comfy. And, and new sticker packs and hoodies and gift certificates. And if you want to give... The gift of love to somebody. You can also, when you check out in the notes, you could put a special request for a message to your friend or your lover or your kid or yourself, or your dog or yourself. Hey, hey, me. This is awesome, and so are, so am I. So there you go. You and could so are you. Yeah. Right. So go to shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on Instagram and get more than, than you, you bargained, bargained for. for. 
This episode of No Simple Road is brought to you by... <laughs> by what? De- Define Premium Cannabis. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> that's, my, that's, that's my radio voice. <laughs> really yes, good. thank you. I was up late last night, so my voice is deeper than that normal. That makes me want to yeah. smoke, like, weed. Yeah, well, good news. Uh, what? We have you sneeze over here. If you live in the Portland area, <laughs> you can head out to Hillsboro or... Forest Grove locations of Define Premium Cannabis. Sweet. Tell them No Simple Road sent you, and you can get weed for 10%, 10% off. Yeah. Damn. And they'll give you a free t shirt. There it is. <laughs> you know what, you guys, you've been missing Ryder lately. Let's hear it one more time. And a, a what? free t shirt. There it is. Thank yeah. you, Ryder. So there's two locations here in Portland that serve everybody out here. And one is in Hillsboro, one is in Forest Grove. Apple actually works at the one in Hillsboro. Yes, I do. And if you go out there Monday through Friday, he will actually tend your bud. Yeah. He will. I will tend I've seen him I tend like bud tending. before. It's I fucking cool. I tend bud all the time. Mm-hmm. So, you guys, check it out. We don't get bullshit sponsors on the show. We get sponsors that are stuff that we really care about and believe in us and we believe in them. And use. And, and I'll tell you what, man. It's fucking confusing and overwhelming when you go into a dispensary and you haven't been in there before, or even if you have been in there and you've been getting the same shit all the time, ask the bud tenders at Define. They'll hook you up, man. They know what's going on. There's Apple, new stuff every day. Apple every day blows me away stuff. with his encyclopedic knowledge of yeah. everything cannabis. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, Apple, that's pretty Tell dope. me a story, Apple. It's my job. Yeah, what's... Well, well, oh, well, okay, here's a good story. One of my favorite things is waiting on customers. The other day, a lady comes in, probably about early 70s, and she's slowly weaning herself off her medications. I don't want to By using Canada. No, she was actually pretty spry. Oh, okay. Spoke Sorry. normally. You know, I don't know why you have to That was my that impression of an old lady. <gasps> but a anyway, she comes in. She gets it. You know, she's like, and I always get excited when somebody comes in. You know, oh, I want an eighth. I want a grand. She's like, I need to get an ounce. Oh, shit. So right away, yep, right away. It was like, and lit. picked out a bunch of different <laughs> eighths for her. She got eight different eighths to make up her ounce. Eight eighths would be an ounce. See, I didn't even you know, know that. I yeah. also well, am a granny, and I also get lit. Yeah. So it's a good statement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. Granny's and you don't lit. talk like Mel's not I, like, have I you seen that, baby? Like <laughs> all right. All right. We I want so, an eighth. So anyway, she left with some <laughs> lotions and stuff for arthritis, all kinds of things. And that's the best thing about it is Aww. it is medicine. And, you know, some people don't use it that way sometimes. But when you see it used as medicine, it's pretty pretty awesome. It's a, yeah. It's, that's, it's awesome. Yeah. That's the fun part of so, it. The moral of the story, guys, there's two locations in Portland, one in Hillsboro, one in Forest Grove. Head out there. Tell them you listen to No Simple Road. You're going to get 10% off your purchase and a free T-shirt. And, <laughs> and once what? you have that T-shirt, wear it when you go no. back. No. Oh, sorry. We don't do that, <laughs> we don't do that anymore. No. no. I lied. No, don't do that. Don't listen. Well, you not still, still wear it when you go back. Still wear it when you go back. Whatever, man. It's fine. Yeah. Just tell them Just wear it whenever you want. Tell your listener of the show. Define premium cannabis because why? Because we, we smoke weed. <laughs> we smoke weed. There we go. Wait, 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 wait hold on. If you, I was just wanted to say too, if you come out right now, Mel mentioned at the beginning of this, today we're sitting here smoking Sneeze from Rocky <laughs> Gardens. Yes. Very good. Sativa up one. Yeah, I will And we are excellent. now proudly featuring Geek Farms, which Ooh. we're getting three new strains from Geek Farms this week. And that's a shout out, Which will be Geek. amazing. So yeah. with all that being said, I'll just say ta-da. 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 So go over D E F Y N E in Premium Cannabis or Forest Grove and hook yourself up. Take care of your head, man. Hey, what's happening? What's what? up? How you guys doing? We're doing, doing good. good. We're not there yet. It's a beautiful. We're day. almost there. We're you almost guys there. stick with us. We're almost there. So our brother Daniel over at Tam Integration in the Bay Area is doing something really awesome. 
Yeah, he is. You got two days left to sign up for the Mount Tam Psilocybin Summit. If you go over to psilocybinsummit.com forward slash NSR and sign up, you get 10% off this virtual meetup that's happening. There is speakers from all over the world talking about topics like cultivation, integration, ritual, ritual decriminalization. If you want to get informed and knowledgeable about psilocybin, and this medicine that is helping so many people, this is the place to do it. So, so like I said, Mount Tam Psilocybin Summit. Go to psilocybinsummit.com forward slash NSR, and you'll get 10% off your little purchase of this, I don't, what would you call it? It's a, a forum, well, right? And, well, it's education, too. It's like saying a continuing education credit. Right. You're super yeah, into, like a, a you, you want to start microdosing, and you want to know what's up, how to prepare your yourself or what to look for or maybe you want to start growing your own or whatever the case is this allegedly is allegedly um but it's a really cool daniel's brought together a lot of really interesting and knowledgeable people from a really diverse air like range of uh li living situations and, and what's yeah. really cool about it too is that it's not just you sitting at your computer watching people talk you can actually interact yeah it's interactive and ask questions and and go back and forth and then like there's different tiers that you can sign up for and one of the tiers is you can keep the the files for this forever so you can go back and reference it later after it's happened if you feel like you missed something or something was over your head or that's you, that, that makes so most sense to you it sounds like there's gonna be a lot of knowledge yeah yep. well, to retain like that all in dense. one listen mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so check it out you guys psilocybinsummit.com forward slash nsr support the no simple road family of sponsors <laughs> No simple road. No simple road. No simple road. No simple road. The Helping Friendly Podcast explores the music and fan experience of fish through interviews and deep dives on shows and tours. And Quick Hits, a review of every show of the tour the next day with someone who was there. We started HF Pod in 2013 to bring the fan voice into the discussion. We're six years in, and with the help of our guests, we're still discovering new angles of appreciation for the band we all love. Whether you're new to fish or you've been listening for years, we think you'll find something to enjoy on HF Pod. Search for the Helping Friendly Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Or find us on the web at hfpod.com. It's so funny. We're not repeating that. Dead. No. Dead. Dead. So we haven't done this in a while. Um, yeah, we've been off for quite some well, time, guys. We haven't been off. We've been really on busy well i mean like very busy okay nobody listening out there knows when we record and when we put these out right. but we personally no simple road hasn't sat down for a show like this in a, quite some time because we've been on the run yeah it's been a month I, it's been a long time since we've done an episode with no guest. Yes. Well, that's wow. that. It's been a good that's, six. Months. That's what I'm talking about. So, yeah. hey, hey, now, no simple road family. Hey Hi, guys. Hi guys. Welcome, Welcome back, to, back the to the porch. So it's kind of a heavy topic. Um, but uh, I'd like to first welcome our 
our guest that we have here for yeah. because um, this is Ryder's birthday week. Yes, yeah, it is. happy birthday, Ryder! Happy, yeah. birthday, happy Ryder. birthday, Ryder! He's it's one fourth of No Simple Road, and, and I'm also, also one fourth of, of a century, century. old. Yep. Wait, wait, wait! Oh, back up. up! What? Let's back uh, it up. One fifth. Where's Darby? Oh, Darby. Oh, Darby. Yeah, Darby. Oh, okay, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. But um, sorry, his friends dropped in from Vegas to mm-hmm. hang out and visit Portland. And Caleb and Nate. Yeah, we What's have up, Caleb, Caleb and Nate. So, yeah, I just wanted to, there are our house guests, and I just want to say thanks for coming and yeah. spreading some love. Yeah, man. And when I partied last night, it was fun. Yeah, what did you do last night? Yeah, come on. We went to uh, see Orbit and Ott and Dissolve at the Crystal Ballroom. Ooh. Yeah, it was done up by the same people that do the... Uh, down the rabbit hole? Yeah, down the rabbit hole and like Portland Halloween thing. It was mm-hmm. so much fun. Really? There's right. a whole art installation kind of a deal upstairs. There was someone giving out massages, but the wait was 45 <clears throat> minutes, so we didn't Dang. do that. <laughs> I like that. We didn't do that. It was it cool though. Cool, it looked cool. And it, I, maybe you can share it with Caleb. I want to hear what Caleb yeah, has, yeah, has yeah, to say yeah, about what, it. What'd you guys do? Here we go. <laughs> we're we're moving the mic. Hang on a second. So I was the one in line for the forty minute massage <laughs> when I decided, nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we. It was my first time doing anything like that. Uh, never never done any Portland stuff. We we shroomed a little. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, you did Portland the way it's supposed right, yeah. to be done. Yeah. <laughs> just, just balls to the wall, all in. Cool, man. Yeah. Well, then the whole right time on. they've done Portland right too. They, since they've been here, they've gone to many breweries. I know. I love the hoodies you guys have. Taking advantage <laughs> of the amazing food, they've they've like jumped right into Portland. It's a little different than Vegas, wouldn't you say? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> totally the same. Night. Whoa. I feel like I'm at home. Yeah, yeah. Am I day. on vacation? Is this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like I said, we haven't done this in a long while, and it's it's too bad that it took this to get us to do it. But you know what? At least we're here and we're doing it. And too, I am going. I'm going to put this out now. What? It is a terrible thing that happened, but talking about it, like, letting it bring you down is not, I don't think, how we should talk about it, personally. Well, we're, I, I think we're just going to deal with the entire roller coaster, yeah. Of, yeah. Uh, the, all of the emotions, so anybody who's listening to this can feel like they can cry with us yeah. or feel better about the situation or maybe shed some light on the information because yeah. maybe some some through listeners tragedy, out there through tragedy comes love and life yeah. it brings the community together it brings family together it, it's what's yeah. happening now out there loss is a roller coaster you deal with it so many different ways you, you're first like shocked and then you like are mourning and grieving and then you're like you should think about the memories and it makes you kind of happy and you so you go through these like range of emotions and uh neil casal is who we are talking about one of our favorite bands that we have um chris robinson brotherhood circles around the sun yeah cardinals yeah like just we love him we love his music and um it was a super tragic thing that happened and it kind of reminded me of as deep of a like when nine, I heard the news at nine eleven happened. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron, I was pregnant with Simon, and Aaron called me, and I, I remember where I was at the exact same time, and it didn't happen quite that way. But Aaron called me. I was in um, L.A. with Sid, 
and um, Aaron called me at like seven in the morning and I knew something was wrong, but I was so tired from being up with the baby that I was like, I'll call you later. And when I woke up, he, t- he called me immediately and was like, I have some news to tell you. And then he, he let me know. And I just, I didn't even know what to, I didn't even know what to do with that information. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I was like, no, uh, wait, but like, what? It was just fucking weird. And I was completely distracted because I had the baby. I was with my grandson. I was with Jasper. And so nothing could bring me down. But it was like kind of like in the back of my head. Like, what? And and then I'm like, what do I do about like, (laughs) I felt like, what can I do about it? Like you want to tell, do, do some, make. ah, Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not his sister, but I felt like when I, you know, especially like when I, we first met him at High Sierra, like. RJ, um, we have a little sound bite from RJ and he said something that he was like one of the most gentle people he's mm. ever met. That's a perfect adjective to describe Neil. Gentle. Um, he was so gentle and so humble, like just like soft, you know, like um, real and sweet. And I remember going to grab water because it was really hot, like muggy where we were um, interviewing Neil um, when we were doing uh, the High Sierra interview. And so I got him some water and just even the way that he took it from me was like very it's weird that you remember that i remember that's, i mean yeah. that getting it's, somebody it's a glass in, of water is not something that sticks in your head normally no i i remember we all sat down we were in a circle we were trying to figure out where we were going to do the interview and then we we got our little spot and we came in and you know when we're doing these interviews with guests we we're not we don't always have a place to offer them like hey here's a bathroom here's a drink of water here's some gum we don't always have that because we're by ourselves so like he's coming to us it's all warm and sweaty and there's nothing to offer so i like ran to that room that they set up i can't remember like the alice in alice wonderland, in wonderland yeah. Room. yeah we were in like a hangar yeah and grab all kinds of cool and grab neil not hanging. one but two waters and made sure to put ice in it because it was and i just remember him i don't know i just remember the whole interaction and, and how, the, i just remember that it was really special to us too because it was our first festival yeah, yeah. we were kind of we were kind of nervous and getting to talk to him at that time was was a huge thing it was yeah. a huge deal well, for you i remember babe you were so nervous so the first time we were still living in vegas at the time and and we were had started going to shows at the Brooklyn Bowl, and um, I don't really remember exactly how it happened, but when Big Moon Ritual came out, um, it either came up in like my Apple Music or something recommended it to me, and I remember I put it on, and it sounded like it sounded familiar. It, it sounded like music that I already knew and it was immediately comfortable and made sense. And I knew that like, I was going to be a fan of this thing from the first opening notes of that first song on that album. But I didn't, I mean, I knew who Chris Robinson was, but the rest of the band I didn't really know. And that when I find stuff like that, that's like one of the first things I do after I read the lyrics I'll go and look up who's in the band. And so I got to know them like that. And we they started coming to Vegas and playing at, at the Brooklyn Bowl. And uh, Mel and I would go with Apple to those shows. And, and 
it was really special for us as friends and family to to go see that. That was super like beautiful music, like so fun to dance it, to. Like a, it was like a party, yeah. And like you want to sing along, but you you don't have to stay there and stare at them. You can just kind of mingle and, it and ma- dance. It made me super excited because Aaron really got into like Chris Robinson. Yeah. I yeah. always loved yeah, Black me Crows, too. and you, not that you weren't a fan, but I, I it just I, wasn't I my loved, thing. Yeah, and then you were like, "Dude, I you got to hear Chris Robinson's yeah, new band." Yeah. I was I'm, like, "What?" Well, I'm glad you mentioned that Apple because I felt like that too. I was like, "You, Chris Robinson?" Because you definitely weren't a fan, but like, I was like stoked that you started liking them because I always like Chris Robinson. You know too. what? What cemented it for me was when we were at the very first CRB show. Chris had vinyl on his amp cabinet and was giving the vinyl to the sound guy at set break and it was all grateful dead vinyl and i was like oh shit chris is a deadhead i never fucking knew like matt did it i was like knowing oh, that chris was knowing a deadhead, that he liked the dead alliance yeah, for him yeah but they became super important to us yeah. after yeah, we moved were... to portland mm-hmm. It's we like would go see them every year at at Revolution Hall. That was one of our biggest yeah, shows. That, that was our did. family thing. Yeah. yeah, that was a big deal because we had JJ there. We had Laura. We had Alex. We had all these people that had come. In. We didn't know anybody in Portland, you guys. Mm-hmm. Nobody. And then all of a sudden. Blaze. A, yeah. I mean, a, a huge small little year later. People. Yeah. We rolled so deep and it was such a. Chris Hebby. Yeah. Uh, and it was fun. Yeah, it, like it was a super fun, awesome time. So, um, I don't know, yeah. man. It's so CRB became super important, and then not to mention when we were at Fare Thee Well, mm-hmm. I remember my face was melted completely on the ground, and it was this first day of Fare Thee Well in Chicago, and Separate came, and I was Separate can be. A lot of things. And I remember being super nervous for the music to stop because it was so, there was so much energy in that place. There was so much happening. And you know, like an amplifier when it's plugged in, boo. Yes. That's what it sounds like during set break. And you're fucking that high. And, and I felt exposed and like cracked open. And like now the music's going to stop and I have to interact with people and it's going to be fucking weird. And then this music is playing and it sounded like Grateful Dead, but it wasn't. It was familiar, but I had never heard it before. And it was so comforting. It was comforting. (laughs) It made everything okay. It was a blankie. Yeah. And after I find out that it's Neil and circles around the sun. And that was like, okay, I want to, again, another trip into who's in this band I want to know everything about, I couldn't look up lyrics cause there's no lyrics, but finding out who they were and then watching what's happening with them. And then like getting to meet Neil at, at high Sierra was such a huge deal because of all those things that I'm talking about right now. Like those trips that we had at, at Chris Robinson brotherhood were these like, huge psychedelic imprints Mm -hmm. that happened that like formed who I am right now. It was like also our couple, us as a couple 
it like those shows and Chris Robinson, they were something that was like a line in the sand of like, I felt like we started over or something like yeah. that. When you guys found that that's something different for you because like that Grateful Dead was always right. You guys found that together. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that it was, was on exactly. the very first note, the very yeah. first album. It happened while you guys were happening. Yeah. Yeah. And so getting to meet him at, at, at High Sierra was a huge deal. And then I just remember like sitting across from him. And the first thing I said to him was like, look, I've been waiting a long time to tell you thank you, man. Like. I appreciate everything that you've done for me and the family. You don't know that you did it, but you did it. And he was so gracious. He was like, we, thank you. Thank, like he, and he was so approachable up there. We saw him several times kind of over the weekend, just wandering around, hanging out with friends and fans and just <laughs> yeah. such a chill just so, such a chill person. Just well, it's, amazing it's like the music. His, his like demeanor is like Smooth. his playing S- like just Smooth. like like I said before easy listening it goes into your ear so easy and it lets you listen like rel- it's not the definition of what easy listening is like a, as a genre it like comes into you easy and it it stays with you like yeah. it stays in your head every time I hear the first note of that music I'm like it's, I, it's it, comfortable yeah yeah it's your robe, your blankie, your comfortable shoes, your... And uh, it, so, I mean, there's a lot of weird shit surrounding this for me personally, like some odd stuff that happened Yeah. through all of it. Um, when I found out, I, it was like six o'clock in the morning on Monday. I had just gotten up to get ready for work. I was making coffee and... I got a text from Buzz. It was Tuesday. Yeah, it was Tuesday. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I got a text from Buzz, and uh, it just said, dude, Neil died. And I remember I was like, I got that feeling of like, when it feels like your stomach drops out, and you get that like cold chill that goes from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. And you feel like you don't want to be where you are in that moment. Like you want to run or yeah. or like scream or punch something or just disappear into your own fucking belly button. Like just, <laughs> yeah. yeah but, like you want to shrink. But, but there was nowhere to go. And like, and then I was like, okay, wait, that's, that can't be right. That's got to be like an internet bullshit thing Hoax, that's going on. Like yeah, like some, somebody's fucked up. And so like the first thing I did was, start googling it and found out that it was something that was really going on i saw a post on circles instagram page and that's when i knew like oh fuck this really happened and and i'm standing there and i remembered when we were talking to him and he and i were talking about me writing lyrics and i was saying yeah i write but i don't ever show anybody my stuff And he was like, look, man, you need to get that stuff out there. You don't know that stuff that those lyrics could save somebody's life someday. And again, that fucking like super trippy, cold chill. And it's true. Like somebody that I hardly knew, like we never hung out. 
we, you know, but I knew that dude because of the music and because of him sharing him because of the impact that it had on me and us as a family. And he personally saying that to me changed the direction of the rest of my life. Because after that, I started sending my stuff to Billy and working with Billy. And I never would have done that, I don't think, had I not heard that from him. And so this, it, it was a weird thing to deal with. We've lost a lot of musicians. Yeah. And it's always like, oh, fuck, another one? Like, yeah. God damn it, man. But this was super different. This, it was close. It's it it like in it our backyard, to home, you know. Very yeah. close to home. Very, very close to home. Yeah. There's, it, you know, like you have the six degrees, seven bacon or whatever. <laughs> right, seven, seven degrees, bacon, whatever. Kevin bacon. But like it was like one degree, you know. It was right here, right now, and like I said earlier, when I started it off, I didn't, I didn't know what to do with that information, and. I knew that Aaron was hurting and it was so strange because I was gone for the entire week that happened at the beginning of my week and I was gone and I knew that like that was weird without you here that I, week. I, we're, I, we're, I know Aaron was too. We we're both kind of just an autopilot like mm-hmm. wow, okay try I to process it. this go to work. Yeah I felt Aaron Aaron was like I want you home and I was like I want to be home and I was like why do we need to be apart right now like just thinking about life like why right now do we need to be apart when this is kind of a big deal but i didn't understand why it was a big deal like just trying to even get a hold of my emotions about it you know you 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 think about these celebrities as like larger than life you know and then when they pass away like whitney houston like whoa we lost someone huge Right, like it's a big deal. It didn't. That didn't stop my day. <laughs> well, but you yeah. know, I remember For a lot of people. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. When, talking about me. Though. No, I'm talking about period when we lose something like that, where we have we feel ownership, but we never met them. And there's you know? a community there's based a, around that. Yeah, I I remember when Prince died. I was at work, and my friend came in, and she was freaking devastated she came her eyes were swollen and puffy and she was like mel and i turn around and she's like prince died and she like ran over into my arms and like i hugged her and we had like a 10 minute hug because she was like so broken up about prince she never met prince she'd seen him perform like twice you know but it was a huge devastation and i just feel like when we lose people like that it's a shock because we lose a light of, well, uh, and with musicians there's such a musical connection yeah like to uh, an emotional connection because we've been listening to their music forever that emotional connection for musicians yeah. means so much and, and I was, for that to be like gone is, is really hard well, to process one of the things that was difficult for me about it personally was i told mel this while we were rolling at at dick's allegedly allegedly um, rolling down the hill. Yeah, rolling down the hill. Come on. I'm trying not to get the plague. Um, I'm down it, with disease. I, I, oh, shit. Down with the fleas. I, I felt weird feeling weird about it. Like, I was like, <laughs> it's a musician. Like, why am I so upset? Tell him what I told you. Why am I so upset about this? Like, and I felt kind of embarrassed to be that upset about somebody that I knew casually. You know what I mean? Because it 
felt like I lost a member of my family. Mm-hmm. That's how deep it, it hurt. What did you, I don't remember. I, I was said, high as fuck. I said, do you remember how you felt when Jerry died? Oh, shit. Yeah. You don't remember that? Yeah, no, I do. You know, it doesn't matter why it affected you. It affected you. Like some people, they'll go through a traumatic event and they just go through that shit and they're fine. And they're like, yeah, I, you know, bootstraps up and go down. Some people go through the exact same traumatic event was it was there and it fucks them up. You know, like who's to say why or how much you're allowed to be messed up about something. You're allowed to be messed up about it to whatever degree you want or not even want, but need like, or just are, you're in charge of that. Exactly. Or just are, you know, like it it was an emotional hit and you, it nuked you somehow, you know, it did. I, like I said, it was, it was kind of like embarrassed to myself for being so broken up and then i think i told you this i'm not sure but just a couple of days before all that happened lockin was going on and circles played lockin Mm -hmm. and i was watching him play with oteal and uh it was weird it it was really odd and i didn't say anything to anybody at the time because i didn't want to like put any bad energy out into the universe about it but i was like something's up man that's something's not right it looked weird to me and that's part of like that reaction that i had while i was making the coffee when buds texted me was like oh shit you like it happened and we had plans, man. Like they were coming to Portland on the 17th and we were going to do a whole thing here at the house. And, and it just didn't fit it from, I mean, like I said, we didn't hang out with the guy. I don't know, but from the fan perspective, it just didn't fit. And it's really weird to, be watching musicians play and see what they can put out and, and hear what they do and feel it and feel the vibe of it and see their faces smiling while they play. And then to think that they're going through something that drastic. Yeah. You never, you never know. You don't know. You don't fucking know what's going on inside somebody else's head, man. Even, even when you know them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, even the people that have, with, like, with mental illness and stuff, you, they, you don't have control of that. They don't. You don't understand it when you have those problems. It's, you know, it's larger. Yeah, it's, it's like if some, you're upset and somebody's just like, don't be upset. <laughs> oh, yeah. thanks. Oh, oh okay. Thank thank you. Thank, <laughs> oh, right. I just needed somebody to tell me <laughs> to turn that off. Didn't even it's, think of that one. Quit being sad. Yeah. 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 And it has the weird thing too with this too is like especially the whole week, and you know after that Tuesday morning is the the numbness that comes yeah. with, with somebody somebody close to you passing. There's a numbness that uh, there's no other feeling like it in the world. Like a hole. As when, yeah, yeah, it is a literal hole. We've all had family. It's past sibling. You know, it's it, it it's and you it's know, crazy. It's a crazy part of life. It's hard to process. I know I couldn't. 
I had a hard time immediately. I wanted to listen to like circles. Couldn't and stuff. do it. I couldn't do it for that whole week. Mm-mm. But now I'm to the point I've been watching a lot of. Luckily, there's a lot of fans in this community, and they've been posting mm. amazing videos. That was something that blew circles my mind. playing old old clips of Neil. Just a lot of stuff. The outpouring, yeah, that we were talking. I couldn't never go through seen Instagram. Anything like it with the outpouring for days of all the pictures of Neil I've and never, everybody's stories on Instagram. I've never and, seen that before. I've no. never seen <clears throat> that much response to to somebody passing away as I saw on on Instagram, Facebook, with this. I for three days all. Every post yeah. was something about Neil. Every single one. Yeah. And touched a lot of people's lives. And I want to say a lot thank, of music to the world. Thank you to everybody who reached out to No Simple Road and yeah, us yeah. on a personal level and shared stories or just shared. And we're going to play you know, some of those for you. We've got a few. Just, yeah, all of it. Yeah, some like, things to read. And it was cool to have support from the family during that time. You know, it, I said this, I sent out a newsletter. And I also said it in a post and that, you know what, like that stuff goes by real fast and it's just little blips in your day. But, you know, this is my voice. You're listening to us. We're sitting here. We're, you know, this is reality. This isn't typed. And man, we talk about No Simple Road family and we talk about community and and we have a lot of really good times together, all of us. And it's really awesome what's happened because of NSR and and everything. But if you're out there and you're having a fucking hard time and you don't know if you can make it through the day, we're here, man. Like DM me, go on Instagram and DM me and I'll call you. And same goes for Apple. Same goes for Ryder. Same goes for Mel. Yeah. Like if you, if you need a hand, we're here. And that's not like, I don't know how to put it. It's not like a uh, empty platitude of like we should do something. No, it's not like that. It's it's real. And I've had a couple people take me up on that since we started No Simple Road. And you know, none of us are like trained professionals or anything. But sometimes if you're fucking hurting like that and you make the call. Just those fucking two minutes of talking to somebody can make the difference. It can tip the scale. Well, and uh, like, please reach out if you're like, it's not just the fact that you're talking to someone else, just the act of reaching out, like having talking yourself into it and doing something about the way you feel will change your life. Like for real. Like, yeah. Have you, have you ever had to do that, Ryder? Yeah. Um, actually, Mr. Marlowe, our, uh, <laughs> mine and Caleb's history teacher. Yeah. Uh, I was in high school going through some shit and he, uh, he told me to come back to, uh, see him after school one day and I did and we just sat there and talked for like half an hour and just made the difference, made the difference. And then these guys were hanging out right the, uh, outside of the door when I got out and Gave me a big old hug, and honestly, that day was a turning point for my whole life. Like I would not. I Damn. Thank you, Mister Marlowe. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. 
we're, we talked about that recently. How one teacher, we, I think we yeah, all we're have talking that. talking to Simon about there's that. A, there's a teacher in your life that, I mean, if you're lucky, several, but usually one specific that made an impact on your life that, yeah. that cared enough to teach you, yeah. <laughs> teach you life. Mm-hmm. Well, and what, one of the things that this awful thing that happened did that was really rad was. It showed me that you have no fucking idea how you've impacted other people. We have no idea. No. No clue. There's just no way you can know what your words have done, what your actions have done, what your writing has done, what your music has done. You think you know how it, you think you know. But you have no yeah, clue have no how deep that you, goes with it, people. Yeah, the effect that until you've it's had. Turned off. Mm. No, you do not. I mean, that's the great thing with this too. Is you know, like with Jerry, everything there, there is a you know, it's still the soundtrack to our lives. Yeah, yeah. to this day, the, the, yeah. this his Neil's music will be with us to tell until we join him on that other plane. It, uh, it's always going to be there. Uh, unfortunately, there's not going to be more new stuff but that is going to inspire everybody else out there everybody's already inspired a lot of the yeah the ripples a lot of the are, people doing doing like tributes of his songs dude i just saw out there i just stuff. saw it's, the higgs playing at i don't think it was june lake jam fest they were playing at some bar and they were playing sweet in the distance so it's mm-hmm. already happening yeah yeah the, yep. the ripples are out there yep and yeah. all those people that after jerry passed learned how to play like jerry yeah that's happening right now with Neil. You know, like when someone um, passes away and you're like sad because you can't have like them, like their body, what you know, like their voice, their, their presence. Yeah, I'm grateful for the music because I don't feel like that with Neil. And I know, like, we weren't literal. He didn't come over and hang out and eat at the house, and he wasn't like that. But like, his music is out there to like soothe that part. Of yeah, he left a his, legacy. Yeah, and it it's rad. I'm I'm. That's the one silver lining. After I heard the news, that started to make me feel better. Like, no, you've got his music, and so I just want to remind just, people out there too. Like, that's a excellent yeah, that way to like away. make you feel good and feel connected to it. I just that kind of just made me get like a kind of epiphany. This, not to get too morbid, but you guys are probably going to die before I do. (laughs) (laughs) Most likely. I'm older than you. Not to be rude, but hopefully. Natural progression. Not to be rude, but hopefully. Yes, that's how it's supposed to work out. And this show is going to be that for me, for you guys. Oh, whoa. Whoa, dude. And everyone else out there. And. Yeah. Well, just, yeah. and that's something about well, our culture about that, that, that I struggle with is our attitude about death and dying. Mm. The yeah. this American culture, it's hidden. It's a it's a it's a thing to be hated. I was I grew up death is a yeah, a huge part of our life. Huge dude. part of our life and I was grown up taught to hate death yeah, and hide and, it mm-hmm. and and don't talk about the way you feel about it and it's something that you know, we put people are dying they go to hospice and we we lock them away in these little 
places and let them do it there and nobody's around and it's our culture then, is really fucked and up and then when, when someone passes hey, every hey, year I every year that rolls around that you get sad don't yeah. get sad celebrate i don't, don't. you can't blankets that statement aaron in, ge- in, cult- no. in general like, this culture is messed up when it comes to that the attitude right now our culture is so mixed that we have so many different attitudes there's so many different things we've got like crystal she's a death doula and she's helping to raise the awareness of let's fucking celebrate death all the way to the end let's make it a party all the way to the end especially if we know it's happening like if someone is sick for example right if it's a a situation where it's an accident or something like this that's different that's a whole different way but you want to know what maybe that person is peaceful now Maybe you, we don't, what I'm saying is we don't, we don't know. know. So to villainize death because we don't know it is unfair and it keeps us trapped in these fearful attitudes about it. And like, no, I'm, something's being taken away, but actually memories are really fucking strong. Yeah. And if we close our eyes and we think about something, we can be there again. Yeah. And it also, f- for us, I think that feeling of wanting to do something is important to note. Well, it's like a cre- and it, bringing out a, a, a something out of a tragic situation, right. like well, something it, beautiful. One it, thing that our culture, I just, I just got to bring this up. It's yeah. like a pet peeve about it is our culture has done is they've, when somebody passes, it makes it a burden on the family, like the cost the things oh, yeah, that you're, yeah, yeah. you can't have certain ceremony like you can't i can't go put if your wish was to be put up on a pyre and burned you can't do that you know you have to go you can't the put me government on a boat like a viking yeah you have to do the government channel and it costs money and it, it costs money to die it's <laughs> yeah, crazy death yeah. taxes and stuff i mean it's uh, anyway just throw me I'm off sorry. a bridge that, into the river guys. that annoys me because i dealt just... with my dad working we did my dad did estate planning when i worked with this and it's sad what happens a lot of times to families when somebody died because of the financial burden and stuff it's just i don't know something but, about our culture bothers me but you know what the, like i said that it did do something this thing has had a positive effect in a lot of ways for us that feeling of wanting to do something is is like I said, it's important to note. And I'm just throwing this out there. And if nobody ever takes us up on it, that's fine. But the offer is real and it's there and it's from the heart. And it goes out to all the musicians out there that are touring. And we know well anybody well and it goes out too even if you're not having a hard to look at everybody that's reached out to us just as a listener they become friends they Mm -hmm. become they now hang out with us they are but here mel said something before we started doing no simple road i never understood the other side of music all we see as fans is the band showing up having a great time and then they disappear since we started the show, you see that a lot of them aren't making much money. It's a grind. It's tiring. They're away from their families. There's a million different things it's that exhaust work. the fuck out of them. They're giving it all so that they can bring the groove out to yeah. all of us. So my point in all this long diatribe is we invite any of you that are struggling or not 
that need a place to just decompress for a few days. If you need to just get away, you want to come cook food and listen to music and be with family and relax and get your head out of the game for a minute and recharge, we're here. That's it. It's simple. Just make the call. We'll set the spare room up. You come up, hang out, and get away for a little while. And maybe that'll help ease the tension or the burden, give you a break from the road, give you a break from the grind of, of work every day. And it's it's something that we talked about as a family before we moved up to Portland is like having a spa or a, a retreat for musicians or whoever. Yeah. And it we never really I'm not gonna say we never really did anything about it, but we we were doing other stuff and this happening brought it back to the forefront of my mind that there needs to be something like that. There needs to be I don't think there needs to be. I think it renewed our like drive drive of like that's what we wanted to do. It was just kind of narrowed down our our picture. Like we have this goal of people who are like they, you don't have to be on the brink of anything. No, maybe you just need a freaking break. Like that's where we we came in. We wanted to have a beautiful place for people to come fucking family reunion best friends trip freaking bridal shower anything mom and daughter trip random whatever it is have a a special place for people to come to be treated and to take yourself out and put yourself in a beautiful environment with people who care and want to share this awesome time with you and let you decompress just allow have hold the space basically and after doing the show, we realized, wow, these musicians that we love to see when we want to go decompress, they need decompression too. And so it just kind of narrowed it down to a certain, um, I don't want, uh, you know, like every, like if you're in science, sometimes you're, you know, your science is biology, not chemistry, right? Like a focus. What by doing the show we focused our energies and our of of nourishing these people that help us get through these incredibly hard times yeah and, and that's well, what we're and saying celebrating the good times too and that's yeah. what comes out of like this too is is now we all i think it's made everybody in this community take a look at each other like we all every day we're like how was your day and this and that but it makes you look at your friends and family every a little closer like you said you're okay, yeah. but you had to look and, you know, it, it makes you more compassionate, brings that to the forefront. And that's what's happening right now, I think, throughout our this community is it's, it, I don't know, it opens you up at the same yeah. time as, it as made making everybody... you numb. And, yeah. Yep. yeah. So uh, we asked for people to send in their stories of Neil and how, so we could read them on the show. And I got a couple. Um, Christina sent this in and (laughs) I'll just read it. I'm not going to try and explain it. Uh, The main way I got to know Neil Casal's playing was through circles around the sun. And that's the context in which I've mostly seen him live. One of my best friends lives far from me in another country. So we keep a shared playlist as a way to stay close and share music discoveries. She added a circles around the sun song, um, Gilbert's groove which was Mm. how I first heard about the band. 
I actually didn't realize it was the Fare Thee Well Separate music until I heard the interview with Neil on No Simple Road. But like many, I loved Cats immediately. Somehow, that music is relaxing, uplifting, funky, warm, and mysterious all at, this, all at once. And that That's a really great, I know. great description really is. of that Circles is. Around the Sun music. Nice job, Christina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when my birthday came around this year, I had my eyes on live music in New York that weekend. Cats was playing at the Brooklyn Bowl, probably my favorite venue in the city, but some of my friends were going to a different music event that night. Ultimately... I decided to diverge from the group to go see Circles Around the Sun. Great decision. Good good job. Given some personal recommendations. Thank you, Aaron and RJ. And having wanted to see them for a while. This show is the icing on the cake for a perfect birthday. I couldn't stop dancing and smiling from the first second they went on until it was over. It was like being in some groovy soup where everything just flows right. My birthday normally stresses me out, but I'll never forget how happy and free I felt that night. My second time seeing Neil with Circles, was at Lockin' a few weeks ago in Garcia's Forest. Despite a rockin' J-Rad show earlier in the night, I came out of that Thursday with strong resolve that Cats in the Forest was my favorite show of the night. That's saying a lot. At Lockin'. Lockin'. That that lineup at Lockin' this year was incredible. Mm -hmm. The energy in the forest couldn't be beat. The same friend who first shared their music with me was there, having traveled thousands of miles to be there, which made the show so much more special. We hadn't been to a camping festival together in over two years, and Cats totally set the vibe mm-hmm. for the incredible weekend we ended up having. We had such a blast getting down and funky with the band till the early morning. Not to mention how awesome it, he was with O'Teal and friends the following day. I feel so blessed to have seen his final performance. Like anyone who's seen Neil play live or otherwise been touched by his soul, I was so shocked and heartbroken to hear the news especially after seeing him play with that glowing smile of his over the same weekend. His music will always remain the soundtrack to some of my most beloved memories, special moments shared with people that I love. Thank you for pouring your heart into your craft and giving us love through beautiful music. Rest in peace, Neil. Christina Collins. That was beautiful. Thank you, Christina. Wow. Christina, don't let your birthday stress you out. They're fun. <laughs> they are fun. Your they birthday are. month should be rad. Yeah. <laughs> Make it a birthday month. Yeah. yeah. Everyone gets a birthday month. Yeah, man. That's what we're talking about. Like, we have these fucking amazing memories now because of this. Yeah. And that's really special and, and something to be called out and remembered that it's not all bad. There is good in this, believe it or not. Yeah, and it's 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 been healing to me this past week. Like I said, go and do yourself a favor if you want to go on and watch some of these YouTube clips. Mm-hmm. There was one I was telling Aaron about. It was it's from June sixth. I forget what it was, but it was like a late night set, and it it's cats on stage, and it's somebody filming it. And there's one person standing in front of the <laughs> stage, and they have all this light show going on, and they're start they're getting like psychedelic right off the bat, and then it goes into their groove, and then people start showing up like. Like it's just the progression. You see one dude, and everybody's. It's a late night set, so people are coming out of their camps. You can tell, like kinda, they're half asleep or yeah, high they're shit. just like barely moving. And then within like fifteen minutes into it, it's packed, and everybody's dancing and grooving, and it's it's powerful. Check this out. Here's another one. This this came through Instagram. This is from at Vodak Black Zero. Um, it's short, but this is cool. I couldn't get on my email, but one time. I was working in the bar as a cocktail server at Terrapin Crossroads, and Neil would come in a lot to play. 
My favorite memory is when he spilled red wine all over his shirt right before a show he was playing. I tried to help him get it out, and he kept making so light of the situation. He was always really kind to me. His music was incredible, undeniable, but his personality was even more incredible. Such a bright light gone away too soon. (laughs) That's powerful. Yeah. Like, I think that's rad that that's the thing that they remember. Is when he spilled wine on his shirt. It was just like whatever. It's just wine. It's fucking wine. People spill stuff. I, I, I don't know about you guys out there. I don't know about how you guys feel, but at this point, it's been a couple of weeks, and we've been, we traveled, and now we're home, and everything's kind of chilling out, and I guess the healing process is starting, and I think. It's really important to to maintain the conversation and keep talking about it and not hide from the pain of it and not hide from the beauty of it, too, and get it all out. Mm -hmm. Get it all out. And. Yeah, keeping the conversation going is important, like depression, suicide, like don't just let when bad things happen. Like, don't let that be when you think about that, when you think about the people around you and how they're feeling. Like, it, it's hard and it's rough. It might bring you down sometimes to keep thinking that that's how people can feel if you don't feel like that. But what? you gotta, you gotta, yeah. you gotta keep reaching out. You gotta keep. Well, we have to take care of each other, man. Like, I don't know. For me, as I get older, I realizing more and more, I don't know, this sounds really stupid and silly that like, why wouldn't you have thought this before? But like how much other people go through, you know, we get wrapped up in our own trip in our own stuff. And I mean, obviously you, we all have empathy for other people and see people going through stuff and help our friends deal with shit. But this was a huge reminder of the depth that we all feel life yeah and sometimes it's not rainbows and unicorns man no we all got constant struggles going on within us that's why you don't ever feel stupid or silly about saying what's in your head because most likely that person sitting next to you if they're not there at that moment they've been there Mm -hmm. we can all relate we're human the human condition is not easy Mm -mm. it's not easy to keep yourself maintained and doing what you got to do to make life work for you and that's what's cool about the struggle about the yeah. music too is that even under the pressure of the road and the, the grind of it those musicians are still able to make something beautiful yeah. and and give us these huge every show is this amazing gift Every single show, even if it's outpouring of emotion, yeah, man, sharing your sharing yourself like that. I can't even. I mean, like what we're doing, we're sharing ourselves, we're being on, but like that, the music they create, and it. I don't know. It's I was it, I was thinking that at, at when we were at Dick's on Saturday night, man. Like they're playing the music of the vibration of the crowd. That music is a reflection of the vibration of the people that are there celebrating it and that's why 
to me, improv music is the coolest fucking thing ever yeah. because it, it's never the same. It depends on who's there and how they're feeling. And these musicians are technicians at getting up there and connecting to that thing and vibrating it back literally through strings and reeds and skins and keys and creating this feedback loop of amazing trippiness that happens. And I, I realized too that night in the groove, that moment where the music is taken over and your body is moving independent of who you think you are. I feel so comfortable in that. I feel most myself in that moment and uninhibited, free, cut loose, connected, grounded, spaced out all <laughs> at the same time. And it's, it's so fucking rad. It's beautiful. Yeah. And that, that's like what fit like fish, all of them, like you're saying, that's a great thing with improv music is like fish is the foundation but that house that fish builds is built every night that they perform. Same with cat, like Neil being part of building the found the foundation is circles around the sun. What's built off of that every night when they bring that foundation to your town is, you know, that they, they, it's always unique. different. Yep. It's so unique. There's a foundation, but they, it's free and open to feed off the audience. Like we said, that's a big part of it. We're the crew. <laughs> You know, we like show up. There's the foundation. They feed off of us just like we feed off them. We help build this temple together. Yeah, that's what I always, that's what I love about circles too. It's about that circle, circles of life, circles around the sun. It's, there's a heavy meaning in a lot of that. Yeah. It's, I, I, for one, would love to see it keep going, man. Yeah. I really would. Yeah. Me too. I would love to see it keep going. I, I look at the Grateful Dead and, that's just a huge reminder to me that the music is bigger than Jerry. Yeah, look where that's at 25 years later after Jerry, you know, coming up on 25 years. And it, and Circles was born out of that whole vibration. Yeah. It was done for the ending of the Grateful Dead Fare Thee Well final show. It was done for that thing. And it birthed this current. And I would love to see it happen more. I mean, I get it if it doesn't. I totally understand. But as a fan and a, a member of the family, I, it's I would, powerful. I the would, foundation's yeah, there. Yeah, I don't know, man. I uh, I think that if I, the, if what? Oh, I was just gonna say. Just think on that note. You know, all we we've talked to uh, everybody in circles except for Dan. Dan just all our love and everything to you yeah. guys, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mark, Adam, Dan. We love, love you guys, guys, man. It means so much to this family. Yep. You guys are special fucking human yeah. beings. Yeah. And what you do is magic. And it's beautiful magic. And you know what, guys? We got your back. And I know the entire family out there has your back, too. And, uh, you know, from us to you, we love you and we're there with you. And if there's anything that you need or you want all you got to do is say the word to us and we'll we'll make it happen i don't know what that could possibly be but whatever it is doesn't matter make we'll make it happen so yeah before yeah. we <clears throat> before we wrap it up let's let's just go around and and uh 
tell your favorite memory. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll just start. Period. Of, of <laughs> no. Well, or Let's just a, like a little wrap up, not necessarily yeah, favorite yeah. memory or yeah. anything. But I, and like Aaron was saying, uh, Neil Casal, I've, I've I've heard of him my whole life. He was always you know to me in the '90s was listening to. I always. First, I probably heard him was with Brian Adams back in the night. Ryan, I'm sorry, Ryan Adams, back in the '90s and stuff, and uh, really became a huge part of our lives when uh, Chris Robinson Brotherhood came to, which made me go back and start listening to everything he's done and what he left of, as a legacy is uh, just amazing. He's touched so many people and. My best memory of him, I think, of it, to me is obvious for me. It was at High Sierra when we were doing our first festival and uh, learning on the road. And we were, we got to meet him, greet him, and had such a special conversation. We got to fill him. And I just remember my favorite memory is when we were wrapping up the interview. And he was like, wait, wait. He got all excited, like childlike almost. And he was like, he's like, wait, guys, I forgot to show you the video. He showed us the video mm-hmm. for one for Chuck before mm-hmm. it came out. He said, you know, it's coming Tell out soon. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to share this with you, but don't let, you know, don't share it with anybody because it's not out yet. He was so excited to show us that video. And it was just, it was such a magical experience mm-hmm. to get to meet him. <clears throat> Love you, Neil. Mama, I um, I remember that too. That was super sweet. Um, I don't know if it's like a specific thing. I'm just so grateful that I actually got to fall in love with the music and then meet Neil because it made me understand the feeling that I was feeling through the music by meeting Neil, you know, like I mentioned earlier about his gentleness and just being super humble and soft spoken, but very powerful, you know, and talking with him and like, he was almost like childlike and flirty at the same time (laughs) in a mix (laughs) and not flirty sexual just like his like i don't know the way that his mannerisms like that like childlike like yeah like playful yeah and And comfortable just like what i remember most is like his emotions on his sleeve like if he talked about something heavy you could feel it and if Mm. he talked about something light you could feel it yeah and so i feel all those things when I hear that music like I so gently how he touches the strings and that's my favorite thing about Neil about cats about CRB is that playful little flirty touch and you can just feel the emotion and I'm just grateful that we like I said that we got to meet him and I just wish nothing but oh. peace for his family and friends. Oh, like, the way you're just described, I just thought of, of like of like that like cool aunt or uncle that gave you that soft tickle like on your <laughs> eye. Not that one that made you like quit tickling me, but like hey, like playful <laughs> and mm-hmm. like. Mine was definitely our first show, our first or my first CRB show at uh, Revolution Revolution Hall. Hall. It we went there with. Like we said, JJ and Alex and Blaze was there, I no, think. Chris no, Hebby. Chris Hebby. And it made our 
extended Portland family feel like a like a family, not just like a friend group. Like that was the mm. first time it felt like a family. Yeah. It was it was special. And they rocked the house that yeah, night they too. Yeah, they did. They really did. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I mean, I got to say talking to him and him saying what he said to me about writing I think is my favorite memory and I also think about the last time we saw CRB play at Revolution Hall last year or maybe it was this year um, no last, last, dece- last December <clears throat> that's, yeah it's always around the same time um, there was so much power in that room that night yeah. and we had just interviewed Adam that day oh and we that dropped was, him off that was yeah. a blast we dropped him off for the show and shout out adam i love, love you so man. much and uh i just remember that night feeling so interconnected with what was happening on a way different level than ever before yeah that was where we took that picture of you that you look like pan <laughs> you were so grooving yeah is that where we met david yep yeah and i just appreciate everything that he did and this might sound off track or weird but stick with me there's that japanese scientist that did a study on water yep <laughs> and he if you don't know what i'm talking about he play or he taped words onto glasses of water and then took pictures of the ice crystals that formed and like love is these beautiful fractal snowflake patterns and i have that book and i hate you is like splatters and shards and it just shows how thought and and words really do create reality they are actually forming the building blocks of the world that we live in and the experience that we have it's decoding the matrix and so my memories of Neil, I'm, I'm being conscious to color them with joy and, and love. And so that, because I understand that we're completely and totally all connected to this universal mind and we're all expressions of it. And wherever he's at right now, he's still there. And wherever he is, I don't want him colored with my sadness and my sorrow and how I feel about what happened. I want him to feel that joy and that love. So I'm being conscious of that. That's it. That's it. Well, that's why that's why I let you put on put on his music. if you start to feel sad that's what's worked for me lately you put on his music there's no way to feel sad when you feel Neil playing that's and that's the Neil we all know and what he loved that legacy of beautiful emotion that he poured out all the time and <clears throat> feel like it's okay to feel sad like you mm-hmm. will feel sad and it's just happened and it's with death you're gonna feel sad for a long time and even f- maybe forever but not yeah. even after always. you heal sometimes it'll still make you sad my my grandma's been gone for most of my life and my mom says 
she still sometimes will want to call her and just re feel sad that she doesn't have a mom, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's not an everyday thing, but you're allowed to feel sad when you want to feel sad. It's good to be in touch with that. Yeah. It's good to give a good cry, man. Crying is getting the poison out or getting the emotion out or getting the abundance (laughs) out. It's it's literally expressing yourself. And sometimes it's not bad to go to that. Yeah. It's expressive. Thank you, writer. And sometimes that sad place isn't the word I do. My, my sister's been gone seven years. I have voicemail (laughs) recordings of hers that when I want to hear her voice, I can go back and listen to. That's fucking to remind, you know, that's amazing. To, yeah. You want to hear that voice sometimes. Luckily, we know we got he left. He left a huge voice. Oh, yeah, yes. he did. There's yeah, plenty he of did. voicemail out it's, there. Yeah. So, guys, I I love all of you out there. Before we go real quick, I want to touch back on. Because this is. Reach out for help. That's it's going to it's going to you're not going to know what to say. You're not going to know how to start literally just and you may not want to you absolutely won't <laughs> but just find someone that you trust or someone that you don't know even if you have to text like email us start with i don't know how to say this but i'm not doing well and i promise after that you won't be able to stop yeah that's the truth that's definitely the truth. So, yeah, man, we love you guys. And, you know, as a, as a community in the No Simple Road family, just remember that, that we're here for you guys and we're celebrating this life together. And it's not little and it's not important. I mean, it's not, <laughs> not unimportant and it's not, um, it's not little. Let yourself feel all of it. Yeah. Don't, there's no don'ts and do's here. Let yourself go through the process. That's yep. it. Just let it, let it, let it ride. And we're here for you. And yeah. that's the bottom line. And like I said to everybody out there, if, if you need a place to to get away for a couple of days, let us know. We're here. And uh, yeah, man, I'm gonna play you out with "Sweet in the Distance." And um, we'll see you next week. And we'll be back with more stuff. And oh, you guys know what? Did we have a place in there to play that recording? Yeah. Oh, we did? Yeah. Well, I, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if we announced I don't know if I did or not. I don't think we announced a spot. Well, I probably we squeeze it. We squeeze it in there At the end of this. Put it right now. Okay. Here's a here's a little snippet of uh, RJ and his memory of Neil. Yeah. I, I guess it does deserve to be announced. Yeah. Yeah. He took the time to do it. So. And then, then we'll go into Neil's Sweet in the Distance. Yeah, man. And... Take care of each other out there. Smile at a stranger, man. You don't know how you've affected the world around you. And remember that you're part of this universal mind that's expressing itself over and over again. And you're fucking important. And that love is the thing that'll see us through. So we'll see you again next week, you guys. Love yourself. Hydrate. Reach out if you need it. Safety third. We love you. See you soon. Hey, No Simple Road family and listeners. It's RJ from Osiris. We just did an episode of The Drop where we shared a bunch of Osiris podcasters' perspectives on Neil, uh, which you can check out if you want. But the one thing that sticks out to me is that, first of all, one of the most kind, thoughtful, gentle people I've ever met, and uh, one of the most full of musical knowledge uh, I've ever met as well. He told stories about all his different bands and collaborations, and I couldn't believe how many things he had been a part of.
and also his solo work. He had 12 solo albums. His first album, Fade Away Diamond Time, is just really great and and now you know heartbreaking and in listening to it now but um i would go back to that if you haven't and just listen to that in addition to to all the amazing stuff that that he did um thanks for letting me contribute lots of love
Hey listeners, I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. It features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The Corner of Grey Street.